This is Gemara and Rosh Hashanah, Daf Dalit, today's year, and this week of this year, I'm having sponsored Zuzchos myself and the entire Chabura. I thank Rav Mordechai for the Zuzchos to be able to partake in all the learning together, and it should be a Zuzchos for myself to be able to give this year and everyone else to be able to learn together. And the Zuzchos of all of our learning should just be bringing continuous clarity, Chazara, and more Torah to all of us. And of course, as Zuzchos is Ochaim and the very Shem Miriam Basri, Zuzchos is Ochaim and the very Shem Miriam Basri, and the very Shem Miriam Basri, and the very Shem Miriam Basri, and as well as Zuzchos for Hashem Shalom we're holding on the last line of Daf Gimel Amid Beis. We pulled up, it's a bit in the middle of a Sugya, but it was getting late yesterday, so let's give a bit of an outside recap of where we're holding in the middle of this Persian uh, Empire, the building of the second base at Migdash. We spoke about the Nevi'im of Daniel, Ezra, Nehemiah, the restarting of the Beis HaMikdash being built, and this is the critical ingredient, was during the kingdom of Daryavish. The second Daryavish, we mentioned that they're called Archash. Nope, one more time. Artachshasta, which is the, the Persian way of saying king of Pharaoh, etc. They're all referred to as same. So basically, during the reign of Daryavish II, Chagay and Zachariah told him to, to start again to build the second base of Mikdash. And Daryavish said, it's okay. He heard and he looked into it that his great-grandfather was one that started it all, the first time. So he let them to continue. And that's the reason why we said that Daryavish was counted from Nisan, like a Jewish king, because he was a good guy. But we had a problem that we had another Pasik that showed us that the Yavish was counted from Tishrei, like a Goyish king. What's going on? So the Gemara we concluded with yesterday was Kan Koydem Shechmetz, Kan One was before he soured, literally, he turned bad, he stopped being a good king, and one is when he's afterwards, sorry, one is before and one is after. But now the Gemara is bothered. Maskevla Rav Kahan on the last line of Dav Dalet Amen Aleph. Umi Hechmet, is it true that the Yavish really went off the derech? Not the derech, was a Jewish. But is it true that he stopped being a good king? But we learned in the Navi, turning over to Dalit Amin Aleph, says the Pasik. Says the Pasik, Uma Choshton. Excuse me, one second. Says the Pasik and Dalit Amin Aleph. Where is my Pasik? Here it is. Umachosh Khan And this is a list of all the ingredients that Daryavish allowed them to be brought to build the base of Megdash. Umachosh whatever they want, Bene Turan, they want young bulls, Vidikran and Rams, Vamaran and sheep, La Ilan for carbon oil, Laila Shemaya for their for their Hashem, referring to our God in heaven. Khantin, they want wheat, melach, they want salt, chamar, they want wine, umeshach, and they want oil, kemamar, kahana, whatever the they should be supplied to them. Obviously, this is all Aramaic, as you can see on the side over here. Where's my side? This is a um, Pasik in Ezra in the Aramaic. That they should give it to them every day without fail. So what's going on? Dar Yavish is sending Ezra and he's telling them, you can get whatever you need, whatever you need to build the, the walls of Yushlayim, whatever you need for the Karbanais, whatever you need for the Kehanim. Sounds like he was a great guy. What's going on? Why are you telling me that Dar Yavish soured? Amar Lai. So he answered, Amar Lai Reb Yitzchak. So Reb Yitzchak is the first Tarets. Rebbe, Meitunach, from your load, meaning from the 
the Pasuk you just quoted, I'll prove to you that the Yavish really wasn't so good. You're showing me that seemingly the Yavish had good intentions. I'm going to prove to you not. Because what does the end of the Pasuk say? The end of the Pasuk says, That he should offer all these karbonis. But the Pasuk ends off, Why? To their God in heaven. But why? That Yavish was allowing them to bring the karbonis for what reason? For me, for the king and my children. I want the Jews to bring karbanos. I'm going to give them all the supplies. For what reason that my children should be able to have long life, to be able to be uh, good in the eyes of Hashem. So we see that he had selfish motives. The first raya that Daryavish indeed is soured. Just to see what's going to happen right now, we have four different sources that Daryavish indeed was not a good king anymore. The fourth source, we're going to fall off. So the first, and again, we came on to bringing this out because we had a stira contradiction in Psukim, whether Daryavish was a good king or a bad king. Do we count him from Nisan like a Jewish king? Do we count him from Tishri like a not-Jewish king? And the Gemara answered, one is before he soured, one is after, one is when he was good and when he was not good. So now the Gemara is bothered, but we seemingly see in the Torah, in the Navi, that he wasn't good. So we have four answers why, indeed, excuse me, we see in the Navi that he was good. We have four answers why he was not. Answer number one was because he had selfish motives. He didn't supply the Karbanis for the Jews. He did it for himself. Says the Gemara, the question which I'm sure is bothering many people right now. It's true. He had bad intentions. But then today he did something good. Vatanya, we all know, famous Braisa. Oh, Marcella Zulet stuck of someone says, I'm giving suck, but you know why? I'm doing it so my son should have long life. I'm doing it for a schos. I'm doing it so he should go to What's going on? We have a clear apostle that teaches me, you're allowed to give stock out tonight. You're allowed to say, I'm doing it for my son. I'm allowed to do it for a schos. So what was the problem? Why was the Yavish not allowed to give all this food and all these animals so that his children should be alive? Answers the Gemara, fascinating tarot, a tarot, an answer. Many different explanations. Says the Gemara like Asha, can be Israel, can be Avikachavim. By a Jew, by a Yid, we're allowed to do things and do it for our children's chos, etc. But a guy is not. Now, why not? So let's see Rashi's chat first. Rashi says in the first narrow line, says Rashi, can be Israel, Shali, Boy, Because we have good intentions. Meaning, even if we give tzedakah for a chos, for this, for that, what happens? Let's say it doesn't work. Someone gives that is so much ever foolish lema, and the person doesn't have a foolish lema. What does a Jew say? He doesn't have tainas on Hashem. He says it must be my averis, etc. So a yid is allowed to give sedaka for as chos for a reason because at the end of the day, deep down, even if it doesn't work, he's not going to have any complaints. He's going to know that it's his own fault. When it comes to a guy, says Rashi, but a guy, if he doesn't get what he wants, immediately says, Oh, this God is worthless. So that's the terrorist number one, says the Gemara, the Yavish was not good. Why? Because he only gave the Karbanas for his own sake. Viva is Ema. Answer number two, first word in line is Ema, ten lines down. Minola and Dechmes, how do we know? That he soured, the Pasik says, Nidvachandi Evan Galil, it's referring to the building of the second base of Megdash. Nidvachandi Evan Galil, Talasa, there were three rows of marble. And then, Nidvachandi Achadat, and there was one row of wood. Vanavkasa min, base of Malkat is Yahiv. And it should be provided from the expenses of the king, three rows of marble and one row of good, of wood. 
Interesting. Why do they build this way? Either build wood or build marble. Why is he building the walls of the base of Mikdash and supplying the utensils and giving all the money for three rows of marble, one row of wood? Says the Gemara, you know why? He had evil intentions. Savar, the Staryavish thought, Imar Dubi, you die. Let's see the Jews rebel. Ekloi Benura. That what? I built the light of the base of Mikdash on fire. He purposely added a layer of wood so we could torch the base of Mikdash. Evil intentions. So it seems like he's good. He's giving all the money for the building. No, he's not. Deep down, he's doing it in a conniving way so that if one day he ever needs, he can light the walls on fire. Says the Gemara, one sec. Not to Shleim Allah, but Achi. Shleim HaMelech did this. Fuck, save the boss. He says this regard to Shleim HaMelech. Three rows of hoon stones, Vitor. Choruses HaRazin. And a row of cedar beams. So Shleim HaMelech built the base of Middash with wood. So how are you telling me he did it with wood in order to torch the base of Middash? Shleim did the same thing. Answers the Gemara. Three different fundamental differences between Shlomo's building and Daryavish. Shlomo Avid Melmalo, Avid Melmata. He put the wood on the bottom, so he could light it on fire. Shlomo Shika Bivinyana, Shlomo made a recessed in. Iolo Shika Bivinyana, he made it outwards, so he could light it on fire. Shlomo Sadi Besida, he covered it with lime, so it's not flammable. Iolo Sadi Besida. So, three reasons why Daryavish obviously had bad intentions, and that is the reasoning, says the Gemara. The second source, I should say, says the Gemara. That the Yavish indeed soured that he was not longer, no longer a good king. And says the Gemara, continuing, Amr Rav Yisav, Yidemar Rav Yitzchak, Minal and Dechmetz. I'll tell you another source. Says Rav Yisav, what is another source that he was Hechmetz Mehacha? This is the third source. And to me, says the king, this is the Yavish, Vashagal Yisheves Atzli, and the Shagal, which is a dog, as we'll see, but we'll see exactly what it means. And the dog was sitting next to him. My shagal, what does it mean that Daryavish is sitting there and he has his shagal next to him? Kalvasa. It was a female dog. And Rashi points out it wasn't just a female dog sitting on the throne. He was a disgusting individual, this Daryavish. Kalvasa Lemishkav. Sodomy used to sleep with this dog. And that's obviously showing that he was not a good king. And interesting, a bit timely when the Parshies of uh, the Bnei Noyach, Avram, etc. Rashi points out, we'll see very quickly, B'nei Noyach also are now allowed to sleep with animals. Um, just an interesting detail. The reason being, because it says in the Torah that Adam and Chavur and Basar Echad, and therefore it has to be a union that could produce a offspring, and obviously with an animal that's not possible. So says the Gemara, the third source that the Yavish was no longer a good king was the fact that he had this Kalvasa, he had this Shagal, he had this dog, which indeed was a partner for him, unfortunately, and that was was proving that he was not a good king. Ask the Gemara, let me out there, there's a different Basak that says, and unto the kingdom of heaven you are exalted, and the vessels of the Beis HaMikdash, Ayatav Kodamach, were brought in front of you. Va'ant and you, Rav Ravnach, and your noble Shegelosecha, and your Shagal, that same word that we just had. Ulechanosecha, and to your concubines. What did all these people do? Cham Roshatin, behind, they all drink wine. Says the Gemara, what's going on? If you're telling me it's a dog, how does the Pasuk Kenavi say that this Shagal, this dog, is drinking wine? Says the Gemara, and the Gemara articulates, Vishagal Kalvasai, Kalvasa Bas Mishtai, Chamra, could a dog drink wine? 
Answers the Gemara. Halakash, that's not a big deal. The mavula. He told the dog get a drink. No big deal. Says the Gemara. One second. Let me act on the first white line. They'll save a different about success. What does the boss say? The benoyis melachim. The benoyis melachim be yikurusecha. The daughters of kings honor you. Nitzvah shagali minecha. And the shagal stands on your right. Kikesem oifir like a shining oifir like a shining pearl. Vishagal and if the shagal is a kalvazi, he's a dog. Maikam avaslu nabli yisrael. What's the comparison over here? If it's referring to a dog, what is he comparing Kaisal to a dog like a diamond? What, what does the whole pasuk mean? Answers the Gemara. Interesting. Tarot achikamar bischar. For the reward. We love Taira like an Avodah likes a dog. Because of that, we get this Kasimaifer, we get this wonderful. We get this wonderful jewel. So now again, we're sticking with this pshat that the shagal is a dog. We're just making short fits with all the psukim and navi. And another way of learning the shagal, he really means queen. He has a tradition, why did he call, if it was a queen, why did he call it a dog? It was dear to him as a queen, meaning the dog was dear to him as a queen. Fascinating sight. You have a king, Daryavish, sitting there on the throne, and what do you have next to him? A dog. He doesn't have a queen. He loved the dog so much. A bit of a high level of insanity. Inami He sat her and sat the dog in the place where the king, queen would sit. So that's the third source that Daryavish obviously was not a great guy for the fact that he had a dog as a queen, he was sleeping with her, etc. Fibai Yisema says the Gemara, a potential fourth source, Minalan, Teichmets, run six lines into the wide lines, what does the Apostle say? That Tayyavish says, until a hundred talents of silver, until a hundred core of wheat, until a hundred baths of wine, until Hundred baths of oil, umelech and salt, the likes of unlimited amount of salt. So Daryavish says, take all the utensils that you need. So says the Gemara, so why is that a bad thing? Because Meikara originally when Daryavish gave them utensils for building the base, but like it's Yutza. He didn't limit it to a hundred days, hundred days. He said, take as much as you want. And now he's giving them a limit, showing us obviously Daryavish is no longer the great king that he was. Ask the Gemara one second, double Meikara, lave kimle, bikizutsa. Maybe Love it, Kim Lay. Maybe the beginning. He didn't know how much they need. Maybe in the beginning he didn't know how much they need. And then he found out how much they need. So he said, okay, great. Take 100, 100. This is how much they needed. Why does this show necessarily that he's being stingy? Meaning we don't know the amounts that they needed. You're right. Let's stick with the first three truths him. The first three reasons that Dayavish went off the derech. And we'll just speak out what were the three. Was that number one is that when he supplied this, the, the materials for all the karbonis, etc. of Yitzchak, he did it for his own sake. He did for he did it so his children should live, and only Jews could give staka for that, and not Goyim. The second was that he put the wood around the base of Migdash, Shleim HaMelech did the same, but he did it in order to torture, he did it on the bottom, he did it outside, he did not do recess, and he did not cover it over with lime. And the third one was the fact that he had this shagal, he had this queen, this dog that he slept with sitting next to him, three sources that Daryavish indeed soured, and those were the answers to the Psukim from yesterday, that some Psukim were going to list Daryavish from Tishrei, like a Goyish king, because he was no longer a good king, whereas other Psukim will list from Nisan, because originally he was a good king, he let them rebuild the second base of Mikdash. Says the Gemara about seven lines from the bottom, back into the Mishnah, Ulurigal. We said in the Mishnah that what is Nisan? Nisan is the Rosh Hashanah for Malachim, that was the last three days, and now Regalim for all Yom and Taivim. 
Ask the Gemara one second. Rekalim bechav benisanu. What regal on the first of Nisan? Bechamisha also benisanu. It's on the fifteenth of Nisan. Amar Rav Chista regal shaboy Rosh Hashanah the regalim. No, what the what the Mishnah meant was that the regalim inside the month of Nisan is the first one of the regalim. Meaning Pesach is the first of the regalim. Who cares? Nafkemina. What's the relevance? Lenoider lemekam alev about the acher. So makes a neder. So makes a vow that I'm going to give such and such to the base of Mikdash, as we'll see. Then he has, there's a din you have to pay by a certain time. And if you don't pay by that time, you're over in a din of Balta Acher. You prolong too long the giving. So from the fact that we know that Pesach is the first of the Regalim, then we'll know about being over in Balta Acher. And the Gemara explains, Rav Shimini, we're going with Rav Shimini, the Tanah going to the Rav Shimini, someone who makes a neder, a vow, someone who consecrates something to the base of Mikdash. Someone says he's going to give his own values to the base of Mikdash. Of Gimel Regalim when three Regalim pass by, Iver about the Acher. Any three says the Tanakam. Rev Shimon Aimer says Rev Shimon, Gimel Regalim Kisidra, no, you're only Iver if three pass by in a row. What does in a row mean? Starting with the first. What's the first? Nisan, Pesach, Chagamatzais, Tchila. And similarly, the Gemara explains, Chenev Shimon Yechai Aimer, Regalim, Pam Gimel, Pam Dalit, Pam Hey. When you're Iver about the Acher, there are times you could over, you would pass by three, sometimes four, sometimes five. Ketzad says the Gemara. What does that mean? No, you don't have Pesach. We made a nether before Pesach. Gimel, because then Pesach comes as one, Shavuos, Sukkis. Levnei Saris, you made a nether before Shavuos, Chamisha, because then you have Shavuos, Sukkis, and then Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkis, because you have to pass by the Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkis in order. Levnei Achag, Sukkis, Arba, you're going to have four. And that's the relevance of knowing that Nisan is Rosh Hashanah. For Regalim to be over about the Acher, according to the opinion of Rav Shimon, about the Acher starts with Nisan, it starts with Pesach. Tanur Abanan says the rights that we're going to have for the rest of the day, we're going to segue into the dinam of Baal Ta'acher. All the dinam again of when you consecrate, when you make a nether, when you give your value, any of these things, like we'll see in a moment, you have a specific amount of time to pay. What is that time? That time is three Regalim said Rav Shimon, that's the relevance of our Mishnah. Tanur Abanan, let's see a price of two lines on the bottom. Chayve Adamim, if someone is obligated, the payment of the value of Avarachim, his value, or he makes a cherem, or he makes hektish, he gives an item to the base of Mikdash, or he says this item has kedusha, chatois, he has bring a karma chatos, vashamais, oilais, ushlam, and multiple karbanais, sedakas, he has to give sedako, meisers, he has to give meiser, bachar, or meiser, or pesach, or he has to bring the karma pesach, any of these items turning over to him in base, or lekit, shikhan, beha, you have to give the requisite parts from your field to the aniyim. What are the halachas? When do you have to pay this up by? So now we're going to have five different opinions when you're over in Baal Ta'acher. Opinion we already saw in Amun Aleph, Rav Shimon's opinion, who we said it's three Regalim starting with Pesach. Now we're going to have five opinions in the Brisa. Opinion number one was similarly to opinion number one in the Brisa on Amun Aleph. The Tanakhama says three Regalim in any order. Rav Shimon Aimer says Rav Shimon like we saw already. Opinion number two. Opinion number three. God. Iver about the Even if one yontif pass, you're Iver. Rebbe Lazar ben Akiva by Merkim Javalim Shnei Regalim Iver about the Once two yontif pass, and Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon by Merkim Javalim Chagas Sukkos Iver them about the So we have the first two opinions that say you have to be you have to pass by all three, either in any order says the Tanakama or starting with Pesach says Rebbe Shimon, and then we have the latter three opinions that either one regal, two regalim, or Sukkis. Says the Gemara, my time with the Tanakama. 
And now we're going to go through all five different opinions. Where do they know it from? What each opinion holds of the other in classical Gemara sense. We're not going to finish this today because it's going to take us all the way into tomorrow's daf. But says the Gemara, my time of the Tanakama, let's get started. Where did the Tanakama get that if you pass any three regalim? The Torah is in the middle of listing in the Psukim. We just read these Psukim on Yantif. The Torah is in the middle of talking about all three of the Regalim, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkis. And then the Pesach says, as you can see on the side, if you want to look at the Psukim, then, right, Shalish Pavim Bashan, it's talking about the Shalish Regalim. And then, Lomali Lamadil Mechtav, Chagamatzas, Chagashuas, Chagasikas. So why did the Pesach have to then say, Chagamatzas, Chagashuas, Chagasikas? That's irrelevant. That's unnecessary. It's extraneous. Shema Mino, you know what it teaches us? Labal Tachir. Says the Tanakhama, the Torah went out of the way at the end of the Psukim to say, Chag Matzah, Chag Shuz, Chag Sukkot, to teach me, even though we know what we're referring to. It could have just said, Shal Shrigalim. To teach me, you have to pass by all three in order to be either in Labal Tachir in any order, says the Tanakhama. For Rav Shimon, Aymer Rav Shimon says, Eno Yitzarech Laimer Bachag HaSukkot. Really, it didn't have to say Chag Sukkis, because if you look at the Torah, it's talking about the three Regalim, but the last one it said was Chag Sukkis. So that one, it for sure didn't have to say again. Meaning, I understand it repeated it, why the teach me have to be you have to pass by three regalim to be over about the acher. But why do I have to say Chag HaSukkot? We know that one. We're, we just spoke about it a moment ago. That was the last one on the list. Sheboi Dibra HaKosav, that was last on the list. Salam and Amar. That Sukkot always has to be last, which by definition means Pesach has to be first. That's from Shimon Shita. They have to have Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. Where did Rameir get his day? And the Rameir says one regal. It says when you go up to the Isla regal, you come there and you bring there. If you don't bring there, if you don't bring your Karbanas, you're Nadarim, you're Nadavis, you're Chayim, etc. You're either very simple, says Rameir. What is Rabbanan here means the other opinions, the first two opinions in the Raisa, is giving you the say. You have a positive commandment to bring up what you have to. Rameir says yes, it's an essay. And if you don't do the essay, if you don't do the positive commandment, then Baltachar is the flip side of the positive commandment. That's the Machleks in Rameir and the first two opinions. That's the first three opinions in the Raisa. And now let's finish with the last two opinions. The plural moyadichem, mia moyadim shnayim. For Rabbanan, they argue what they who looks Rabbi Yehuda. That's each of us a different halacha. Tam Rabbi Yehuda, Oksu kula moyadim kula moda yomatayvim are equated zelazeh. Shayakula mechabrin al tumas mikdash kedashif. A different halacha. We spoke about this in Gemara and Yuma that the yantiv is the carbonus of yantiv. Give a kapara, give an atonement for anyone who was over and coming into the base of mikdash or eating a carbon while he was tamei. So that's where Rameir gets his halacha. Excuse me, Rav Lozben Yaakov gets. It's a lacha from Moy Adechem in the plural. Rav Laz, Rav Shimon, where does he get my time? Where did he get just Sokis? The Tanya of Laz, Rav Shimon, Aimer. Lo, Yemer Chag Sokis, Vadiyar Kasov. Very similar to what Rav Shimon said. It didn't have to say Chag Sokis because you're just talking about it. So Rav Shimon said for the fact that it repeated it shows us you need all three and Sokis is last. But what does Rav Laz, Rav Shimon say? No. Lama Namar, why does it repeat Sokis? Loimer says, Zag Goyrim, that is the Goyrim. If you pass by Sokis, you're either even by itself. And those are the five opinions in the Braisa. Says the Gemara, we'll just learn a few more lines. Vravelazar, 
Rameir, Rav Lozben Yaakov, Haiba Chaga Matzah, Chaga Shusha, Chaga Sukkah, Zmai Darshibe. Rameir and Rav Lozben Yaakov learned that from a random Pasik, Ubasa Shama, Vevesim Shama, or Moyadechem. So what do they do with the fact that the Torah repeats the Shal Shwegolim, Chaga Matzah, Chaga Shusha, Chaga Sukkah? What do they do with that Alacha? Mi Bailech, Rav Lazar, Amar Avaisha. Amar Avlazar, Rav Aisha. Mi Nayin Lazarus, Ishvatashlum Manu Alacha. And with this, we're going to conclude. How do you know that Shvuis has a din of Tashlum? If you didn't bring your carbon on Shvuis, you have seven days after Shvuis to bring Tashlumim to bring that carbon. Talmud Loimar, the Torah says, Chagamatas, Chagashvuis, Chagasogois, Makish Chagashvuis, Chagamatas. The Torah equates Shvuis to Pesach. Machagamatas, Isha Tashlumim, to pay back if you didn't bring the carbon. Chagashvuis, Isha Tashlumim, Kolsheva. We're going to stop over here because it's going to bring us into a much lengthier discussion tomorrow. But basically, just to give a quick synopsis of this last uh, piece of the Gemara, there were five opinions about the Acher. The first two opinions held the Shalosh Regalim, Tanakam, and any order of Shimon starting with Pesach ending in Sukkis. Rameir said one rather than go, Rav Lezben Yaakov said two, and Rav Lezben Rav Shimon said Sukkis. We just concluded with the Din that what does Rav Lezben Yaakov and Rameir, who said that the Pasuk of Chagamatz, Chagashur, Chagashur, they don't need. Because they use a different Pasuk. Gubasa Shama Vavesim Shama says Rameir, or Mayadichem says Lezben Rav Shimon. So what do they do with the fact that Torah says the Gimel Regalim again? Teaches a new Allah. A new halacha that when it comes to Shavuos, you still have seven days. Even though Shavuos is only one day, you still have seven days to pay back if you didn't bring a carbon. Well, how do I know that? Because the Torah equates Chagamatzas, Chagashuos, Chagasukis to teach me. Just like by Matzas and just like Pesach and Sukkis, you have seven days, so to Shavuos. And of course, tomorrow we're going to pick up from here where we're going to ask the obvious question, but Sukkis, you have eight days. And we'll pick up from here tomorrow in Mirza Hashem.